Hey fellow tennis nerds, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm talking to Edwin Weindorfer, the CEO of Emotion, uh, Dominic Team's agent, uh, the organizer of Vienna Open, uh, Mercedes Cup in Stuttgart, and a few other tournaments. Uh, he's been involved in tennis for a long time and has a lot of experience in the sport. And I'm very happy to talk to him. He's a friend of mine and uh, we've been working with tennis together before. I hope you like this podcast. Talk to you soon. The first question I had for you really was how the, the virus situation has affected your partly your tournaments that you arrange and your job in general. Well, number one, we we have uh, uh, we have had always two grass court tournaments in the past, which was Stuttgart Mercedes Cup and uh, Mallorca, the WTA Mallorca Championship. Um, and uh, uh, since we have made uh, some moves in 2019 for 2020, uh, 2020 would have been the first time with three grass court tournaments for my company, um, which is number one. Uh, we would have started with the Mercedes Cup in Stuttgart uh, with the 14th year. We'd run it since 2007. Uh, then a Mallorca uh, ATP tournament uh, since we moved the Antalya license to Mallorca. And then Berlin, the WTA premier event, uh, which we uh, were ready to start with Coco Goff and uh, Angelique Kerber and Julia Gerges, Sophia Kenin, the, the Australian Open champion. So we were ready to basically uh, work um, on all that. And uh, it hit us hard because when the ATP announced that um, the schedule, well, they, they first, the ATP canceled, you know, Miami and Indian Wells. Then in a second wave, they canceled all the clay court tournaments in Europe, including Monte Carlo and Madrid and Rome. And then in a third step, they canceled the grass court swing. And obviously it was hard for us because we had three tournaments during the grass court swing. Um, two ATP tournaments and one WTA tournament. But uh, again, it was tough for us um, because now all we have left this year is the October tournament in Vienna. But now we are trying to get creative and uh, do some new events without spectators. And hopefully we can return strong, very strong in 2021 with all our events. Yeah, it must be a huge deal dealing with uh, sponsors, etc. I mean, was there was it a hectic time after you um, after the ATP announced the cancellation? Well, we talked to all our sponsors already before. Obviously, you don't want to you don't want the sponsors to read in the press, you know. So we talked with all our big sponsors in Berlin, in Stuttgart, with the Mallorca Tourism. We talked with them before, and we basically. Um, told them uh, that uh, it will be cancelled and uh, we pre-informed them and we we actually were very lucky because most of them have renewed our deals for another year so we added on another year to the contract in 2003 to uh, 2023 and 2024 you know so we substitute for 2020 with an additional year and that is the same with Mercedes-Benz it's the same with Bet one with our title sponsor in Berlin, and it's the same with the Mallorca tourism. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, you have to be a bit smart about these things because obviously, I mean, tennis will go on next year as normal, uh, and uh, you have to kind of plan ahead. And obviously, for all businesses, we've all been affected by this, so it's uh, it's just something we have to kind of keep. Yeah. Postponing. Well, I think 
the, the the massive most massive effects are obviously in the tourism with the with the airlines and with the hotels um, and the restaurants and then obviously event business yeah which we are part of is also heavily hit yeah and uh, it's it's not really the same always to uh, to Skype and do things online what, what do you think about that the tennis without spectators well I don't like it I I like tennis with spectators and um, the, the economic model also only really works with spectators because you sell hospitality, you sell tickets. Uh, it's about 30% of our budget. So um, with what we are doing now in Berlin is a special event because we have a sponsor who is committed to even put in more money to make up for the fact that we don't have um, to make up for the fact that we don't have uh, uh, ticket income and hospitality income. But uh, obviously, it is very, very difficult um, to run events without uh, ticketing income, without fans, without merchandise, without catering, without hospitality, without VIP. It makes 30% of our total revenue. So uh, normally, if you, you, if you lose this 30% revenue, you cannot run the tournament at all because otherwise you lose millions. So uh, we don't do it. Uh, so actually there was no other option than to cancel those events without spectators. And it will be the same for Vienna. But here's the but. Um, if we have a sponsor like we have in Berlin who says, okay, for us branding is more important and we pay you, we pay you much more money uh, so that, uh, that you do this event even without spectators then we, we we can do it you know yeah no of course i mean it's uh, for a lot of fans i think any kind of tennis is better than no tennis so uh, although it's the financial model is very difficult i think if there are sponsors and companies that are willing to kind of work with that uh, i think it's better than nothing for sure you know and, and people are looking forward to watching any kind of professional tennis whether it's yeah we can we can or... see there's a lot a lot already going on in, in France, in Austria and Germany, but I don't know if it is the same in Sweden, but what we have is only an event that is uh, all together, it's one week, it's six days, um, three days on a grass court and then three days on uh, 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 hard court in Berlin, but it's gonna be top 10 players. So that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's um, when obviously the players uh, sell the idea as well. So if you have really high profile players, I think the crowd will be more excited. So you, you're keeping busy, uh, even if it's um, a lot of time spent indoors. How have you dealt with the, the Corona situation uh, from over there in Austria? Well, I think in, uh, in Austria and Germany, in both. So we do business in Austria, Germany and Spain at the moment and a little bit in Monaco. Uh, when it comes to Spain, it was very tough because in Spain, uh, it was a complete shutdown, so people couldn't go on the street. I haven't been there for the last two months. So the Mallorca tournament, we, we, we have this club there, beautiful Mallorca country club with grass court tennis, clay court tennis, center court. We just built a new center court. Uh, we don't know if we can operate the club in September, maybe. Uh, we will see, maybe October. But we hope that we can play next week, next year, of course, the tournament. In Austria and in Germany, both countries, the situation has been quite good compared with other countries. 
when it comes to the coronavirus. Government acted quite early and uh, actually we came back. Government came back, I think, two, three weeks ago and said, you can play tennis again because it's a contact, no contact sport. And uh, so people are playing tennis in the clubs since for sure two weeks already or maybe three. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they're, they're opening tomorrow in uh, Malta, although we've been pretty lucky with this whole situation. We haven't had many cases at all, so happy to get back on court. In other terms, it's been a bit of a different situation for you. How's working with Emotion otherwise? Managing players, you're managing tournaments. It's quite a broad sports platform, Emotion. Yeah. Well, we have the, the player management side, uh, obviously, with Tommy Haas uh, still... He's not an active player anymore, but still playing. Dominic Team, Anastasia Sevastova. And, I mean, everything is on hold. So it's very tough. Nothing is happening, you know, because um, the players can play tournaments. There are no tournaments. Obviously, with this new project that we are planning in July, uh, something will happen, which is positive. But uh, the whole business uh, is, is on a standstill, okay? So we are we are ready. Uh, we have a lot of our people on short-term work currently because uh, we don't have the projects that we usually have. But we're ready to get them back uh, back into the full 100% work by September October uh, to get ready for the 2021 tournaments. It's obviously for everyone, you know, a bit uncertainty for sure, you know. And and I wanted to ask you about your your. Your career in tennis you've been working in tennis for a long time uh, can you tell us a bit about that yeah i was uh, basically i was a tennis player also but i was not the most successful internationally i was never really uh, successful even though i played some futures and challengers uh, but um, i also i was austrian champion uh, with the team of graz uh, called graz athletic club i played there together Uh, with some players, you know, like Gilbert Schaller and Musta also played there in his early years. Um, and then I moved to the U.S. I went to University of Georgia, college tennis for two years. And um, and then I basically, I stopped my career when I was probably 21 years old. And then I started a tennis academy for four years. And then I got a little bit bored about playing too much tennis and giving too many lessons. And then I started to do uh, nation, uh, national championships in Austria, tennis tournaments, and was, I liked it a lot. And then we started with a challenger tournament in Graz, Austria, in my hometown. Well, then we expanded. We expanded to Stuttgart, to Vienna, to ATP, to WTA, Tavis Cup. So it's quite a good portfolio, but that was a long, um, long development in the last 30 years. Yeah, for sure. But exciting journey. Do you, do you have any specific highlights in your um, life in tennis you want to share? Actually, as, as a player, of course, I mean, when you win the Austrian championship, that was basically in with the team was one of the highlights. As a tournament promoter, I think when we had our first tournament, which was huge challenger on the roof of a shopping mall in Austria, uh, and we were awarded by the ATP with the challenger of the year award. That was great, you know. Uh, and then obviously, when we we had we have done some very successful Davis Cup ties, uh, where Thomas Musta played, when we beat Croatia, um, which was great uh, memories. And then I think the largest memories for me was number one when Rafael Nadal 
won for the third time the Mercedes Cup, my tournament, and he won it on grass court in 2015 because uh, that was really huge because it was the first time we went from clay court to grass court. And then, of course, uh, the years later, we had three times Roger Federer playing. And when Roger won the tournament in 2018, uh, the Mercedes Cup on grass court, it was kind of a dream come true. So we had Rafael Nadal winning, we had Roger Federer winning. You know, in the past, uh, when you had guys like Ivan Lendl and Bjorn Borg winning the tournament, and then uh, for a long time, uh, no such massive uh, players uh, have won, Grand Slam players have won the tournament. And then when we came back with our cooperation with Wimbledon, it was great because suddenly we have a Rafael Nadal and a Roger Federer winning, playing back in Stuttgart and winning the Mercedes Cup. Yeah, it's a, it's a very special memory. I mean, when you're uh, talking about arranging a tournament uh, in a shopping mall and stuff, it seems like you're quite innovative when it comes to ideas for tennis. Do you have any ideas and visions for the sport that you would like to see in the coming uh, coming years? Well, I think the tennis has to change a lot of things. I mean, we, we and maybe it's a good time now uh, when we have this pandemic crisis and we need to anyway do things differently. Maybe it's a good time uh, to do things uh, uh, in a more creative and innovative way. We have always been innovative. Uh, when we run, when we ran tennis tournaments, also when we ran our golf tournaments, our PGA European Tour events, uh, we always try to do something special, something new. And when we do this event in July without spectators, you will also see a very unique um, facility there. We play actually in an airport hangar, so we play in the Steffi Graf Stadium on grass court, and then the second part of the event will be in an airport hangar at Berlin Tempelhof Airport which is quite new, you know. So we are, we are, we're trying to go uh, uh, new ways there because you have to be creative. Otherwise, you are one out of 100 tournaments and then the sponsors only pick the top level. So either you are Wimbledon, but we are not Wimbledon, and we are also not a Grand Slam tournament, so we got to make sure that we have other uh, interesting components uh, that attract our sponsors. So yes, we, we are creative and yes, we believe that things will change. I think next year, I don't think all the tournaments will survive, all the ATP and WTA tournaments. I think it was a major economic hit. I think um, we we could be in a good position because we have done a good job economic-wise in the last three years. But I'm sure that there are some tournaments that probably uh, are not so lucky. Yeah, I can imagine that. It's a tough, uh, tough time to be in any events uh, when it comes to like ticketing for for concerts or sports. It's been a really rough ride. What's the most uh, challenging and rewarding thing about uh, organizing tournaments? Is is that do you prefer that over managing players or vice versa? Well, the event business is is is, is our favorite. It's our by far eighty uh, percent of our business is event business. And the rest is consulting or also athletes, players, tennis players, golfers, football players. We do quite a lot. But um, I think the, the, the athletes business is it, it's a difficult, very difficult business because, you know, you, you, you don't only deal with athletes. You have to deal with the parents, with the kids, with the family, uh, with other factors, injuries. When you run a tournament, it's quite more straightforward. So I actually prefer running 
events and tennis tournaments. But you also deal with a lot with the players when you're running tournaments. Uh, what do you think about that? Is that a fun part of your job or is it sometimes a headache to deal with players? No, I think, I think look, uh, it's the tournaments come very fast and you don't... I mean, you, you make contracts with the players and the players come and of course some of the players are maybe in some things they want to practice at a certain time and, you know, it's in general, the players are very much cooperative, what we are doing. They know, we, we try to do a lot for the players. We have nice hotel, nice food, great transportation service, you know. Um, and we, we try to give them great uh, practice opportunities. Um, and then, of course, a great tournament, great crowd, great atmosphere. So I think I think the players like it. Obviously, you always have players that are not happy when they lose. And what do you want to do? I mean, we are no, no psychological, mental trainers. So if somebody loses, he loses. But obviously, uh, most of the players are very easy to work with. That's great. I mean, uh, I know you're a very busy person and you have a lot of meetings and stuff on your plate, so I'm going to let you go. But um, something you want to talk about what we can look forward to from Emotion and yourself in the future? Well, I think we uh, we try to get back on track uh, with with our tennis tournaments, you know, which is at the moment four tennis tournaments uh, in Austria, Germany and Spain. Uh, Vienna, ATP 500, Stuttgart, Mercedes Cup, Berlin, Bad Eins Open and... Uh, Mallorca Championship. Uh, we will also do Davis Cup uh, uh, quite a lot. We do almost every tie in Austria, which is which is interesting for us. Well, and then of course we are trying to expand our company. I think that there could be one or the other tournament that could become a, a, another part of our portfolio in the next uh, one or two years. So we will see. But we are always working on that. But first of all, now we need to make sure that 2021 uh, we are all back and the ATP is back and the WTA is back and uh, it's a wonderful sport and the fans want tennis to be back and uh, obviously I think it's very tough to watch uh, all the time Eurosport and when they show the finals of the last years, you know, you want to have live yeah. tennis again. Yeah, I agree with that. There's been a lot of, uh, of uh, reminiscing about the past. It's time to look yeah. in the future, I think, uh, very soon. Well, that's uh, that's about all I had for you for now, Edwin. Uh, really happy that you took the time to uh, to jump on the on the call with me, and uh, I hope Perfect. to see you soon at a tournament, a real tournament somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, nice. have a good holiday. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks. Take care.